Attention South Dakota residents, everything is fine, everything is beautiful, go back to your homes, go back to your jobs, trust in the authority. Work, eat, stay asleep, work, eat, stay asleep, work, eat, stay asleep, work, Stay asleep. Keeping you docile and distracted during times of uncertainty. This is the South Dakota Department of Propaganda Podcast. Here are your authority figures, Steve and Corny. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast, a cynical attempt to distract you from the systematic dismantling of everything you hold dear. I'm your host, Steve, and with me, as always, is my good pal and show mascot, Corny. My father died because of lack of access to insulin. That's great, Corny. Anyway, this week I want to talk to you a little bit about health care or the lack of affordable access to it in South Dakota. South Dakota has the highest health care costs in the nation. According to a new report from Forbes Advisor, Louisiana ranked second, followed by West Virginia, Florida, and Wyoming. Nebraska, Maine, Delaware, New Hampshire, and Oklahoma rounded out the top 10 most expensive states. Although South Dakota is situated in the Midwest, the states with the highest health care costs tended to be in the eastern portion of the country. Researchers used data from the Kaiser Family Foundation to create a score reflecting 11 metrics of healthcare affordability. Healthcare expenditures per capita, including out-of-pocket spending on all privately and publicly funded healthcare services, held the most weight in each state's score. It also included costs of hospital care, physician services, and prescription drugs. The total reflected a three-year average of data collected between 2018 and 2020. The average health care cost per person in South Dakota came in at 11 to 736, putting it ninth overall for personal health care costs. Nearly half of adults in the state reported not receiving care for a mental health treatment due to cost. Between 2019 and 2020, 12% of families in the state reported struggling to pay for their child's medical bills, tying the total with those seen in Nebraska, Kansas, and Indiana. However, Over 12% of families in Wyoming, Florida, and Texas said they struggled with this financial hurdle. Over a five-year period, South Dakota had the third-highest increase in healthcare spending per person at 24.4%. It was outpaced only by New York and Hawaii. When it comes to premiums and deductibles, the state had the third-highest annual health insurance deductible for employer-provided insurance among those with single coverage. For those with individual plans in the Affordable Care Act marketplace, South Dakota ranked sixth for the highest annual health insurance premium. Louisiana ranks second for the most expensive health care in the country. Residents who have employer-sponsored coverage pay some of the highest premiums in the country, while between 2016 and 2020, the state had the fifth highest increase in overall health care spending per person. On the other end of the spectrum, Michigan had the cheapest health care and was followed by Washington, Nevada, Hawaii, and New Mexico, respectively. And now for something a little less serious. Let's have some fun with deep fakes. (laughs) 
Hello, everyone, and welcome to Fox's coverage of an American bombing run on Hiroshima. Uh, I'm Joe Buck, and with me, as always, is Troy Aikman. It's a crisp August morning in southern Japan, and what goes better in the morning than Dunkin' Donuts? America runs on Dunkin'. Japan's air defenses have been laughable in the last few months, Troy. Do you see them putting up any kind of a fight? I just can't, Joe. Japan has been miserable recently, but they just refuse to quit. It looks like we're starting here, so let's cut to the aerial coverage brought to you by Goodyear. Here comes the Enola Gay. It's about overhead of Hiroshima now. Gay, and he drops the payload. Let's take another look with the Toyota Instant Replay. Looks like it only dropped one bomb, Joe. Can't expect it to do much damage. You really can't, Troy. But what you can expect is for America to tune in to a brand new episode of The Simpsons, followed by a new family guy, only on Fox. And that was a massive explosion, Troy. Let's hear from Aaron Andrews down in downtown Hiroshima. Aaron. Looks like we're having some technical issues with the headset. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. James Aborezk, first Arab-American U.S. senator and unapologetic leftist and political brawler, passed away at the age of 92 this week. James Aborezk is a former Democratic politician and lawyer from South Dakota who served in the United States Senate from 1973 to 1979. He was the first Arab-American to be elected to the Senate, and during his tenure, he was known for his progressive positions on civil rights and social justice issues. Aboresk was born on February 24, 1931, in Wood, South Dakota, to Lebanese immigrant parents. He served in the U.S. Navy during the Korean War and later earned his law degree from the University of South Dakota. Aboresk then worked as a lawyer in Rapid City, South Dakota, where he became involved in democratic politics. In 1970, Aboresk was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives from South Dakota's 2nd Congressional District. He served in the House for three terms before running for the Senate in 1972. Aboresk won the Democratic nomination and went on to defeat Republican incumbent Carl Munt in the general election. As a senator, Aboresk was known for his advocacy of civil rights for minorities and for his opposition to the Vietnam War. He served on the Senate Judiciary Committee, where he played a key role in shaping legislation related to Native American rights and immigration. Aboresque was also an early critic of Israel's policies towards Palestinians and called for a more even-handed approach to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. He was a co-founder of the American Arab Anti-Discrimination Committee and wrote a book entitled Advise and Dissent, Memoirs of an Ex-Senator, which discussed his views on the Middle East and his experiences in the Senate. After leaving the Senate in 1979, Aboresk returned to practicing law and continued to be involved in politics and activism. He remained an outspoken critic of U.S. foreign policy in the Middle East and continued to advocate for civil rights and social justice causes. Today, he is widely regarded as a trailblazer for Arab Americans in politics and remains an influential figure in South Dakota and beyond. Here at SDDP, we mourn the loss of James Aboresk. May he rest in power. We will not see his like again in South Dakota public life. Thank you for listening to the South Dakota Department of Propaganda podcast. You can get early commercial free access by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash South Dakota.